Well, welcome to the Power Place. Anybody excited to be in the Power Place this morning? Woo! It's been a good morning already, uh, anticipating what God has yet to do. Um, how's everyone doing? Everyone's good? Awesome. So today's a little exciting for me. Uh, I don't get a chance to preach and, and, and talk to you guys a whole lot, so it's, it's fun being up here. And I don't know if it's because they don't trust me with the mic or, or what exactly that is. I mean, I can't think that's probably the case. Uh, we give Isaiah the mic, so I don't think that's the case. But it's, it's a fun day for me, especially because I have family in town as well. Ashton's family is here visiting, visiting us from Nebraska. Um, so, yes, give them a great big hand. Welcome them. Uh, excited that they're here with us today. Uh, if you have any suggestions for, for us while we're here, we've got about a week. We're just going to hang out and, and see the sites on the East Coast. So if you have any suggestions, let us know. Uh, already, Wawa has been a hit. You know, they, they've enjoyed that. We've, we've probably been there too much. Uh, but I did have to correct them a little bit. They were saying that, uh, well, how are you saying it? Wawa or something like that? And I'm like, no, it, it is Wawa. Wawa, no, it is Wawa. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun day. Um, but first, before we start our second week of uh, prioritize, I just wanted to highlight a little bit uh, of what's going on in the youth, in the students, because I feel like a lot of times, you know, you see us here on a Sunday morning, and it's like, man, do we have anything going on throughout the week? And it's cool because life change happens throughout the week and not only on a Sunday morning. And so just I'll highlight a few things. A couple weeks ago, we had uh, baptisms and students, and we had a student get baptized, and it's cool just seeing how, man, the Lord used that, 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 that young lady, it was Lena, when she was baptized, she was able to, just to share what God had been, been doing in her life, in her heart, and just seeing that testimony and how that was used. Uh, I know that there's some, some pictures up here, um, but it's, it's just so cool just seeing how, how God used Lena being baptized. Um, and even just in the last three months, We've seen nine students come to know the Lord, uh, start, start a relationship with him. Um, so it's just, it's cool seeing that, man, God is working even when we're not seeing it, even in, during the week. He is working. He's, he's doing what only he can do throughout the week. So I just want to highlight a few things there. We have some fun, play some basketball, play some, some we had a Nerf battle this last week. Um, so if you would, man, if it's a Wednesday and you're thinking about the students, just be be praying for them because the Lord is doing something in our students, and I believe wholeheartedly that he's going to use our students to lead the way. He's going to use our students uh, to lead this next generation. Um, so just be praying for them when you think of them. Sound good? Awesome. So to, today we get to start our second week of Prioritize, um, and it was fun thinking about priorities this week, and something that just really hit me when I was thinking about priorities is, man, I'm someone that makes something simple pretty difficult. And you guys relate? Man, something that, man, it should be so easy, but yet I make it somewhat difficult. Anybody, anybody? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, we got a few, awesome. Um, so it just made me think of uh, just throughout the week, uh, when I was in, in, in college, I went to school in Texas. And in Texas, uh, I went to school there and then grew up in Nebraska. So to go home for, for breaks for Thanksgiving or Christmas was somewhat difficult. You always kind of decide, man, do I want to make the 10-hour the drive or do I want to pay the 200 and odd dollars to, to take a flight, right? 
And so I remember this one particular Thanksgiving. I'm like, man, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pay the money. I just want to get there as quickly as possible, and we're just gonna do this thing. But my college was, here's Dallas. We're about 30 minutes uh, south of Dallas, and so uh, I asked one of my buddies, hey man, can you can you take me to the airport? I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm excited to go home. And he's like, yeah, well, but let's let's try to avoid traffic. You know, in Dallas there can be some pretty rough, pretty difficult traffic. And so we decided we're going to take a little bit of a longer route to get there. It's going to make the hour drive normally about an hour and a half. So great. We'll just leave on time. We'll be, we'll be good to go. So we're headed to, to the airport here. And on our way to the airport, we're, we're doing great, missing traffic. Everything's going well. Uh, we get to the airport on time. It's, it's perfect. We're, we're right on time. We're ready to go. And I, I hop out. Um, I start looking. I'm, I'm flying American Airlines. So I'm looking for the gate, for the terminal. And all of a sudden, I read on my ticket, Terminal 1, okay? Terminal 1, perfect. Terminal 1. Uh, I start looking around, where's Terminal 1? I got Terminal A, Terminal B, Terminal C. Uh, terminal 1, where, where are you at? Terminal 1. Look up again, where, where's Terminal 1? Look back on my ticket, still Terminal 1. That's when I notice, man, I'm flying out Dallas Love Field Airport, okay? I'm at the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. All right, I'm at the wrong airport. All right, so knowing this, I'm like, oh man, Travis, come, come, come back around. Hurry, we need, I need to, we need to get to the other airport. It's about 30 minutes away. So he, he's luckily he missed the exit to get out of the airport. I mean, the two of us made a pretty good pair, right? Okay, so he missed the the the, the exit to get out of the airport. So he's already on his way back around. Okay, and so I hop in real quick. He's flying down there. Uh, we, we, we get there, about two miles from the airport, we hit that traffic that we're trying to avoid. You know, I, I never had such an urge to get out of the car and, and just start running the rest of the way. Okay, so, so he, we're, we're trying to get there slowly, but surely we're, we're inching forward. Uh, I, I quickly get out uh, once we finally get there, and we've got about 25 minutes till my flight is supposed to leave, okay? 25 minutes, all right? How, how many know it's not easy to get through an airport in 25 minutes, right? Okay, so I'm, I'm hustling, I'm hustling, okay, I, I hurry up, try to, try to get through, okay, and long story short, I get to the gate right as they're shutting the door, and I make it, woo, okay, easy to say, after that, that instance, I've started looking at the little details a little bit closer, you know what I mean, yep, but, but I've always been that way, okay, that's the thing, is I've always kind of been that way, I was one of those kids that you know, when your parents said, don't, I did. You know, they said no, and I said, I, I, I said yes. You know, any, any parents relate? Yeah, your kids, <laughs> we got a big hand over here, okay? So it's funny because I couldn't even cry at the right time. You know what I mean? I, I was one of those, those kids where, okay, my, my parents had the philosophy of, okay, I'm going to spank some sense into you. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I'm going to make sure that you understand, right? Um, and so I remember one particular time I was misbehaving. I was kind of mischievous as a child. Okay? I was misbehaving, and, and it was my mom. She was the only one home, and she, she, she was mad. She was frustrated. You know, she, you know when your mom's frustrated. Okay? She, she was angry. So th this time, uh, she, I don't even remember what I did, but she just started just, just smacking me. The thing, thing, the thing that was just that was so funny was, man, I, I was watching her, and I could tell that she was hitting me as hard as she could. But it was so funny because it, it didn't hurt, right? It was just, it didn't hurt. I mean, I'm like, oh. I, and me being me, you know, I made it pretty difficult when it could be simple. I could have just 
fake laughed when she was spanking me, but I didn't. I just laughed. I was just, I was chuckling so hard, which made her even more mad. She kept hitting, hitting. It just, it didn't hurt. But then she said that phrase of, just wait until your dad gets home, you know? <laughs> How many of you know you do not want to hear that phrase, right? Hey, that, that is not a good thing. And when my dad got home, it definitely hurt. Yep, I, start, I was crying then. But in life, right, it's easy to make those simple things pretty difficult, right? You know what I'm talking about? Man, it's, it should be so easy. It should be so straightforward, but it's not. Uh, and I feel like even maybe some of you can relate to that. Maybe some of you maybe are in an instance right now where it's like, man, this it seems so straightforward, but right now I just I don't see how the, the end can come. Maybe, maybe you're stuck. Maybe you're stuck in a repetitive circle of, of bad habits or, or things that they just, it doesn't make sense, right? And the thing about being stuck is, is when you're stuck, you can see where you want to go. You just can't get there, right? You're stuck there. You just can't get to where you want to go. And I feel like the Lord is, is telling us today, man, there's some of you that are in that instance, but there's something that's pretty simple and pretty easy, but it can be difficult to do uh, when we look at what God tells us to do. So today we're here in, in, in Luke, and it says, in, in Luke 12, 22, it simply says, Then turning to his disciples, Jesus said, This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear. For life is more than food, and your body more than clothing. Jesus is telling these, his disciples simply, he's sitting here, he's, he has them sitting and they're talking, and he's like, man, life is more than these just mere simple things, right? And these, these clothes, this food, life is more than these things. And he goes on to say, look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for God feeds them. And you are far more valuable to him than any birds. Can you all of your worries add a single moment to your life? And if a worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying over bigger things? <coughs> Rent, <coughs> mortgage, you know, <coughs> maybe, uh, you know, kids' futures. What's the worry of worrying over these bigger things? Because God cares for you. It says, look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? And don't be concerned about what to eat and what to drink. Don't worry about such things. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers all over the world. The thoughts of those that, that are far from me, the thoughts of those that, that don't know me, but those that do, it says, it shouldn't, right? Because your father already knows your needs. He already knows your what? Your father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything that you need. Amen. The thing about that is that that last, that last sentence that gets me is he will give you everything that you need, right? And there's a difference between maybe something that you want and maybe something that you need, uh, and I know that that's something in the Bible. It's like you have those, 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 those uh, sentences in the Bible that you maybe want to like X out, mark out. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to listen to that, right? But it's something that is so important when you're looking at this. He will give you everything that you need, not necessarily everything that you want. And I think that's something that, 
all of us need to get today, and something that, man, if you don't leave here knowing anything else, know this, that seek God first in everything, and he will give you everything that you need, right? It's something that is just so simple, and I feel like when I was preparing for this message, and, and God was kind of just, you know, telling me, man, this is what you need to speak about, I just kept telling him, it's, it's so easy, it's too easy, I, I need something, I need something more, right? But he, he just kept telling me, man, there's, it's so easy, but it's still something that so many of us need to understand and need to get. And, and that is this, just seek him first in everything, and he'll give you everything that you need. So this last week, um, I was just going for a walk. We live in downtown Kennett Square, and it was it's so fun just going for a walk. I mean, there's so much happening. There's so much going on downtown. Ashton and I really enjoy Tallulah's. Has anybody gone, gone to Tallulah's? Hey, they have a, a banana chocolate scone that is just to die for. So good, okay? And so I was just walking Kennett, and all of a sudden, I just had, kind of had this urge to go up on, on top of the parking garage in Kennett. Uh, Kennett has this uh, parking garage, and I don't know why, but I'm just like, oh, I'll just walk up there. And it was fun for me just to walk up there, and, and it's crazy how just walking up just a couple different levels of stairs makes a big difference, right? All of a sudden, you get up there, and you see things from a different perspective, Okay? You, you see things from uh, an aerial perspective, I guess you could say, or, you know, it just, it's a couple levels higher. And it's crazy because when I was up there, I felt like the Lord was, was telling me that, man, a lot of times I feel like we tend to worry because we see things maybe right here, right? Maybe in a perspective like so, you see things just right here. And he was telling me, man, I feel like there's no need to worry like this verse is talking about because God sees things up here, right? He sees things from a different perspective. He sees things from an aerial perspective. And he was just kind of showing me that a lot of times we see our situations maybe in this, this little window, right? We have this little window of time where it's like, man, I see this for what it is. I see this as it is, right? We see things in this little window. And the Lord is telling me, man, I see things up here with this perspective. I see things that have happened. I see things that are going to happen maybe a week from later, maybe a year later, maybe a little a while later. Right, And he's, he's, he's just showing me that there's no need to worry because he sees things with this perspective. All right? And it just reminded me of my situation just a little over a year ago. Okay? I, like I mentioned before, went to school in Texas. And I remember just so, so clearly sitting in my dorm room and thinking, just crying out to God, what's next? Right? What is next, Lord? Like, I'm here and I'm not sure exactly what the next step is, right? And I feel like in those, those big decisions or those big moments, you're, you're, you're sitting there and you're thinking, man, it's just, it's a tendency to worry, right? Because you don't know what that next step looks like, right? And I feel like the Lord was just was telling me, just, just wait, just listen. And um, it was so crazy because I see everything that has transpired now, but then I, I didn't see those things. Right? I was worried because I didn't know if I was going to come back to finish my last couple semesters at school and, and, and then find a job later. I didn't know what that looked like because I was getting married. And I'm like, I have to have a way to provide for my wife. Right? And then all of a sudden, uh, I had some job opportunities, but which one should I take? There's just so much decisions. There's so much to know out there. And it's crazy being here now because I saw how in those moments, I sought the Lord. I sought his direction. And everything has worked out because I sought him first, right? But it's always a tendency to worry. But being up there on that parking garage in the aerial perspective, 
It's like there's not a need to worry because when you seek him first always, right, he's going to direct your steps. He's going to direct your path. And I think it's just such a great reminder today of, man, we don't need to worry because God sees things with that aerial perspective. He sees things that have happened, but also things that are going to happen, right? He's not stuck in this little window. Amen. So this week, so today you may be sitting here thinking, man, I understand that we need to seek God first in everything, but practically, I mean, what does that look like, right? Everything is just so broad. Um, before I get there, though, I felt like this week, God was kind of, he, he was showing me a couple different things. And I, I definitely need to hit on this here real quick. Uh, the second thing that I felt like the Lord was just showing me is that uh, it was crazy because at the time that I was going to play college football, uh, the, I, you know, I didn't understand why, right? Because I, I was in college and I was so excited to go to college, but I felt like I was done with sports, right? I felt like I didn't, I didn't need to, be, to leave that behind and I was ready to move on. And um, the Lord opened, opened the opportunity to play football in college. And it was such a, a great experience, but yet at times I, I tended to just keep asking the Lord why. why. Why am I here playing this game that, you know, I'm probably not going to play anymore. I know that I'm, I'm going into ministry. I know that that is my next step. So why do I need to keep playing this game? And it was cool because uh, eventually I got a little bit of scholarship money, which helps. You know how many know that, that, that money tends to help things a little bit, right? Yeah, okay. So I got a little bit of scholarship money, which helped, you know, but then eventually it's, it's like, okay, the money helps, but still, why? Why, Lord? Why, why am I still doing this thing? And it was crazy because this week I, I felt like I saw why. Uh, I just kind of ended up coaching football at Kennett a little bit, and so we just finished spring practice. And it's cool to see how the things that I learned there, the things that I've taken on there, have been able to transpire and to be used here. Those, those things that I didn't understand why or what, what was the, the point of that, God is using now, you know? So when you seek him first, he's going to direct your steps. He's going to direct your path so that those things that maybe didn't make sense then is going to make sense now, right? Um, and even when I was thinking about that, I feel like in the, the, the topic of priorities, sports can be something that can get a little mixed up right? And I felt like this is something that might be a touchy subject, but I felt like I just had to hit on when we're talking about priorities. Um, because the Lord has just shown me that, man, like I just explained, sports is such a, can be such a good thing. It can be such a healthy thing and it's something that I totally enjoy, right? Everyone, everyone enjoys sports, right? Especially the Eagles. Have any Eagles fans? Yeah? No? <laughs> yes, Eagles. Um, but it's crazy because I felt like the Lord has just shown me that, that good things can become bad things if they keep you from the best things, right? And it was just such a, such a powerful thing um, the Lord was just showing me because I feel like a lot of times it, it, it is such a good thing. But I remember even specifically in times in, in high school where the Lord was just like, man, I, I need to be at these things, but I have this football camp that I need to go to or this basketball camp is, is right now. And I remember at times where it's such a hard decision because, you know, coaches are hounding on you. You have to be there. And I specifically remember thinking, okay, I'm not going to organize my sports around my spiritual life. I'm going to organize, um, or I'm not going to organize my spiritual life around my sports. I'm going to organize my sports around my spiritual life. 
And I think it's just something that is so important to think about, even though those, those big things, uh, when you talk about the topic of priorities. Amen. So seek God first in everything, and everything will be given to you that you need, right? But everything is just so broad, right? What, what does everything look like? When you seek God first in everything, you know, practically, what does that look like? And I felt like the Lord was just showing me a couple different things that, uh, tangible ways maybe of seeking God first that, that I've been able to implement in my life that he just wanted me to challenge you with today. So do you ever find yourself seeking the Lord when you have to, right? When there's something big that's going on, right? Kind of like I had my family coming and all of a sudden I found, that, found out that I, needed to, I was going to preach, right? I had no idea that I was going to be preaching and all of a sudden a couple weeks, uh, Zay's like, hey, we need you to preach. I'm like, what? My family's coming, right? So those instances where you just need the Lord's direction, okay? You ever find yourself in, in that instance? Anybody? Yep. And so I felt like um, that just the, the illustration that so hit me here was that when you seek, uh, here, what is your first response when big instances arise? But maybe it's like sickness or maybe it's tragedy. You know, all of a sudden there's sickness or all of a sudden there's tragedy. And I felt like the Lord was just re- revealing to me that I've been taught that my first response is to seek him first, right? And it, it reminded me of in high school, uh, I played football and all of a sudden there, there's this, a game that was about four hours away, right? We had, we had this football game and I remember driving there and uh, my, my family came and everything and I was playing defense and all of a sudden I get hit from the, the running back on the side of the knee, and my knee caves in, and I remember just hearing this pop, just knowing that, man, this is not good, right? This is not a good instance. This is not a good situation, and I remember trying to get up, trying to hobble off the field, right, and I just, I couldn't put any weight on that leg, and then just thinking, man, I, I just want to get back out there on the field, uh, but just couldn't put any, any weight back on that leg, and so I was done for the rest of that game, and I remember my parents coming up to me afterwards, and uh, just saying, hey, look, I'll, we'll take you back home. You can ride with us. Uh, that way you can kind of rest. You can, you can unwind and just put your legs out. That way you're more comfortable. And so they decided, hey, we're going we're gonna to try to rush back home. It's a four-hour drive. We'll rush back home. We'll spend the, the, a couple nights sleeping, and then we'll get to the doctor's office a couple hours uh, the other way, and we'll try to get there the first thing in the morning. And I remember doing that, just thinking, man, I hope everything's okay. I remember getting to the doctor's office first thing in the morning on that on that uh, Saturday, and just the doctor's checking out my knee, and they're they worried about, uh, during the game, there's just a little bit of a, a bump or a protrusion, I guess they called it, on the side of my knee, and they were so worried that, you know, something was wrong there, I couldn't put any pressure on it. I get to the doctor's office that morning, and that, that protrusion was gone. I got to the doctor's office that morning, and he was testing everything out, everything was okay. He was like, I don't see anything that's wrong, and, um, then all of a sudden, he's like, man, but what's wrong with your finger? And I was like, my finger? We're here for my knee, right? Well, I don't need to talk about my finger. My knee's hurting, right? Uh, but I had broken my, my finger earlier in the season, so he's kind of worried about that. And I was like, this is so weird. I'm here for my knee, but you're working on my finger. Um, and it was crazy because, long story short, I walked out of the doctor's office that day, and uh, w- being, you know, a few hours earlier, that I couldn't put any pressure on it. It, was, it was, came in on crutches, and then I walked out. 
And, but what I didn't know is that the entire time home, that my, we're riding home that four-hour drive, my mom was praying for me. And it was, it's crazy to know that, man, in those big instances, that when you seek first, you know, everything that you need will be given to you, right? And so I think that's the first thing that the Lord is just, man, practically how can we apply this message is to seek first on all occasions and not just those big instances, all right? And it's crazy because I feel like a lot of times you think that, man, like when you're seeking him first on all occasions, then, then that's when you, when you really need something, he's going to be able to give that to you. Um, second thing is this. Seek him first thing. You seek him first thing and be prayed up and ready to go at the start of your day. So I don't think it's a coincidence uh, that right before this message, the Lord was just really challenging me w- with this specific one, to seek him first, to seek him first thing. It's fun because I just uh, kind of got a, a love for, for riding and just kind of found a, an enjoyment in riding. Uh, so I just got a mo- motorcycle and things. And I have a helmet that is too big and a helmet that is too small. And so, you know, I don't have the one that's just right. But my helmet that's too big, I enjoy riding with throughout the week. And so I use that one constantly. And so this last Saturday, I just kind of started to ride. Uh, I was going to go out for just a fun ride, just enjoyment of it. And I put on that smaller one because I like the look of it better, even though it kind of hurts your head, you know. Um, So I put on that small one. And it's crazy because when I put on that small helmet, all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I can actually see something. This is nice. Because that big one, uh, the bigger one, I had water stains on it, you know, the bugs on it and things. And I feel like the Lord is just showing me that a lot of times that can happen in our priorities, right? A lot of times they can quickly fade. They can quickly, oh man, I'm, I'm so gung-ho about this. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to use this um, first thing. I'm going to do this. And this is my priorities, priorities, right? I feel like it's, it's easy for your priorities to, to slowly fade. And you almost forget the, the why behind what you're doing. Or you forget, man, I was doing that for, for this particular reason. And I feel like the Lord just reminded me that instance that, man, a lot of us, it just takes a moment like today. It just takes a moment where we just need a moment with him, and, and he'll show us the why behind the what, and the, the reason where, why we're doing those things. And that was one of those things when I, of seeking him first thing. And so I, that's just another challenge for you this week is, man, seek him first thing. And the third one is this, pray about everything. In Philippians 4, 6, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Right? Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And that's something I think is just such a, another challenge for us today is to pray about everything. Man, maybe in those instances where there's worry, all of a sudden you're going throughout your day and there's, man, I have that little worry. Or, man, I'm going throughout my day and there's that thing that, man, is there. And he's just saying, hey, pray about it because I'm there, right? Seek me first and I'll give you everything that you need. So today, if you just stand up with me and I want to kind of close with this. Um, This week is fun. I just ended up with uh, our spring practice, our spring football practice. And in in football, I was just so reminded about how, man, there's always a game plan, right? You're, You're playing this particular team. You need a game plan for that team. And I felt like the Lord was just showing me that for your game plan, you, a lot of times you're, you're 
uh, scouting out maybe this tendency or, or that tendency or this receiver does that when he, when he uh, is about ready to go run a fly or something. I felt like in life and in priorities, a lot of times you need a game plan, right? You need to know exactly how you're going to do what you've maybe been inspired to do or how you're going to do what the Lord is telling you today to do. So today I'm just going to give you an opportunity to let the Lord speak to you. Man, maybe there's a, uh, something in life where this, uh, for this particular place in life, I'm not seeking him first. But the Lord is challenging you maybe today or has been challenging you for a while to seek him first in this area, right? Or to seek him first in this, this thing. And so I'm just going to give you a moment right now just to, to let the Lord speak to you of, man, what's one area in life that man, I haven't sought him first, but I know that the Lord is, is wanting me to seek him first in that instance or, or in that area of life. Just, just, just let, let the Lord speak to you today. Let, let him just to show you, man, what's one, one, one area that I need a game plan better because I need to be sought, seeking him first in this, in this instance. Lord, we just, we just thank you, God. We thank you that you love us, that you care for us, God. Lord, I pray that you would just speak to our hearts. Lord, just show us one area in life that we need to change, that we need to switch our priorities, God, and seek you first. Lead us, Lord. Direct us in those instances, God. How can we be seeking you first that we're not? Lead us, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. second thing I felt like the Lord was just challenging us to do in response was, you know, I feel like a lot of times it's easy to, to have other things be our fix, right? It's like, man, we need to be doing this or that, but these other things maybe fall into place of, 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 the, of God and what he wants to do, and we seek them as our fix, right? And I feel like the Lord is just saying, hey, man, seek me first, for those, those things that you, you seek for being that fix, they're not going to be that fix because I'm that fix, right? And I need to seek him first for that fix. And so I just want to give you guys an opportunity, man, maybe it's to pray for that area of seeking him first that you maybe haven't, or maybe it's to pray for the man, I, I want you to be that fix that I've been trying to use other things or to have other things be in that place of you, God. I'm going to give you that today. So I'm going to give you an opportunity just to, to come and just spend some time with him, spend a moment with the Lord, because a moment with him changes everything, right? I, I can be up here for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, and, and, and preach, but a moment with the Lord changes everything. And so tonight, I just want to give you an opportunity just to have a moment with him, just, to, just a moment. Before you go head out for the rest of your week, just have a moment and say, God, I give you my priorities, right? I'm going to seek you first. Because I know that when I seek you first, everything else that I need is going to fall into place. So just right now, if that's you, just, just come up here if you would and say, God, I just need you. God, I'm giving you a moment, a moment of just saying, Lord, I seek you first. Lord, a moment of saying, man, this isn't right in life, God, but I know that you are the God that is going to give and, and, and he's going to, uh, going to make everything whole, make everything right, God. I give you this moment, Lord. I give you this moment, Jesus. Thank you, God.